Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Uncommon Sense. So there's some more insane stuff happening, as you guys know. There's a lot of talk about this Ukraine-Russia war. And now, you know, Joe Biden's talking about sending troops over to Ukraine. Like, what? Why are we fighting foreign wars when we have we have a, a whole bunch of our own issues right now in America? I don't know if y'all have been able to notice that, but we should not be going and fighting a foreign war right now. This is what politicians do. I'm going to talk about, I'm really fired up about this i don't know if y'all can tell like i'm ready i'm ready to go and talk about this because it's insane it is it's pure insanity to even think about going to fight a foreign war when we have all of our own issues here right now that is like the person going to help someone who's like broken has a bunch of broken body parts and it's just like i'm here to help you no you're not no you're you're not you're clearly not well enough to help anyone so this is what politicians do to distract from domestic issues as they go and they fight stupid foreign wars so we're going to talk about that on this episode. I also want to talk about Joe Biden's extremely unifying remark uh, to a reporter. He called him a stupid um, son of a bitch. So that is something that is very, very unifying. We'll talk about that. Then I will wrap up by discussing this Planned Parenthood tweet, which included the term child sex work. I just want to, I just want to talk about that because I think it is a, it's, it's tremendously disgusting. It's pedophilic. It goes to prove the fact of the matter, which I've been talking about before on this podcast, that Planned Parenthood is a huge um, instrument to the sex trafficking world to, you know, to child sex trafficking. This is, this is what's happening. Like pimps will bring in, there are undercover journalists who have gone into Planned Parenthood pretending to be pimps and bringing in these uh, young children, these young girls, uh, you know, acting like they're pregnant and they need an abortion and saying, Hey, these, these girls need to get an abortion. You know, there, there are, there are girls that we're, we're selling and, and we need you to take care of this. Um, we have some money. We'll give it to you. Can you just like take care of these, these abortions? And, the Planned Parenthood people at Planned Parenthood are like, yeah, of course we will. Like, and they don't even report. I mean, it was a fake setup thing, you know, like it was like, I mean, it, it shows that they do it. It shows that they do it. Sorry, I'm getting really, really mad. I need to calm down, but I can't because this stuff is so heavy and it's so serious and it's so detrimental to everything good in our society that I just can't believe the moral destruction of our world right now. It really like just blows my mind. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, at Planned Parenthood, when the undercover journalists went in there and wanted them to get abortions for the, you know, fake girls who didn't, I mean, they weren't, they were real girls, but they were fake pregnant and, um, they said that they would. So what that's the, what that all means is that Planned Parenthood is a, is an instrument to child sex trafficking. They do not report these incidences. They help the pimps. They get their money back to it, not being about women's issues. Uh, like women's rights abortion is not about women's rights it's about the bag everything is about the bag like 
I am so fired up. I, there are just so many lies in in the world right now. And I know that governments have lied in the past. I know that governments will continue to lie forever. Um, but this, it's just very concentrated dishonesty right now. And it's a very concentrated evil that I am seeing. And we just all have to start paying attention to all of this. I mean, I know that we live in this weird instant gratification world of just living in the moment and not caring, but whether or not we pay attention to what's going on, these things are happening and they will continue to happen until we stop them from happening. And I mean, things are going to get worse until we get smarter. I think that that is a good point to make. Like we have a society full of idiots and that there are consequences. Like I've said before on this podcast, there are consequences to being an idiot. So I hope that y'all are less idiotic by the end of this episode. I'm sorry for being kind of, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm pretty intense on this episode, but like I, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about the state of our world. I'm worried about a world war, frankly, right now. And I'm, I'm very distressed by the fact that our government is because I know that they are. I know because Biden has been very just like not caring very much about this Ukraine stuff for the longest time. Like he just didn't care about it. But now, now that it's a convenient thing to for his administration and for him and his legacy to pretend like we're going to it's a rally around the flag situation where it's like, well, we're fighting a foreign war. So we'll all uh, wars tend to make people more unified in countries because we're collectively doing something against someone else. And, uh, we forget about our problems between each other and we forget about our problems in general. That's what he's trying to do. That is what the administration is trying to do. Um, unfortunately, and it's very Lord Farquaad from Shrek because they're sending legit people. If they decide to send legit people, I mean, they've, they've put like almost 10,000 troops. The Pentagon has put almost 10,000 troops on high alert on high alert because it's like, hey, we might be sending you over to uh, Ukraine soon. So they're on high alert, but it's very much like Lord Farquaad and Shrek. And he's just like, some of you may die, but that is a risk I'm willing to take. Like communist leaders suck. They just suck. And I mean, I know there are some good Democrats out there, but like, what are, what are y'all doing? Like y'all see this going on. You're not talking about, you know, no more war. We want peace. That's what I thought y'all were all about. Like, why aren't y'all standing up and saying, Hey, no Biden. No, we don't want to go to war. Where are your, you know, peace and love signs now? Like, where are they? Y'all don't care. You're not about it. You do not even care. Like this is the, the most infuriating thing because I feel like a lot of leftists only care about things when they're like trendy to care about it like the whole black square on instagram thing did any of those people have anything to do with black lives matter after that no it's they're they're they jump on these these trends for social credit points and they don't actually care about it they're not actually about it and so all of the these democrats who have been anti-war anti-violent all of this stuff but when it gets down to it they're not standing up and saying hey biden no this is a bad idea 
And by the way, I am a person who I don't promote war, but I do understand that there are times when you need to go to war and when you need to fight for things and when you need to not be a pansy and when you need to actually stand your ground and like protect your ground and protect your people and protect your family and protect yourself. Like I understand all of that. I'm not like, yay, let's go to war. But I, I understand that, you know, just like the Bible said, there's a time for peace. There's a time for war. So I just don't argue with God. I don't, I don't argue with God. Um, but so there's, there's a time and place for it. This is not the time and place for it. Um, so we'll get into that. And again, this is kind of like a really rambling, uh, intro. I'm sorry about that, but I'm very fired up about these very maddening and, um, just very serious things that people are either not paying attention to or not taking as seriously as they should. So with all of that said, I guess let's just get into it. So before we get into everything, I just need to do an ad. If y'all haven't checked out the ESV Student Study Bible, I definitely recommend that you do. It is a good one for if you're new to reading the Bible or if you've already read the Bible, but you want to get some more tidbits of information. It has a lot of cool things in it. I will have a link um, in the description below for you guys to check that out. And if you do check it out, I love to get y'all's opinions on the things that I'm promoting on my podcast. So let me know if you like it, if you get it. So before we get into the what is going on right now with Ukraine and Russia, I just kind of want to give y'all a backstory a little bit of history about why Russia and Ukraine, uh, who in the world, what country is that? Why Russia and Ukraine have issues because they are not friends. They have not been friends for a very long time. And I just want to explain why that is um, because I know that a lot of people don't understand why they are enemies. So the question that people are asking is, was Ukraine ever a part of Russia? So Ukraine was part of the Russian empire for centuries and was also part of the USSR. Um, it became independent in 1991 when the Soviet Union dissolved after the Cold War. Um, there's been, there have been tensions, though, between Ukraine's old ties to Russia and new allegiances with Western nations ever since then. So Russia's president, Vladimir Putin, is uh, keen to regain gain control of the country's former territories. He's been keen on doing that. He wants to get his territory back. Um, so his favorite candidate in the 2004 Ukrainian election, Viktor Yanukovych, Yanukovych, I don't know, uh, was ousted for rigging the result after widespread post, uh, protests. Mr. Yanukovych, uh, <laughs> sorry, y'all. It's E-Y-A-N-U-K-O-V-Y-C-H. I'm just, I just can't with, I can't with the last part of that, but it's, uh, Yanukovych, Yanukovych, Sometimes I swear we need a translator on my podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, so he was uh, ousted for rigging the election. Um, Mr. Yanukovych did manage to regain power in 2010, but was ousted again in 2014 after he rejected an association agreement with the EU in favor of bolstering relations with Moscow. So Russia responded by seizing and annexing the Crimean Peninsula and southern Ukraine before throwing its weight behind a separatist insurgency that broke out in Ukraine's east. Um, so there were there were more than 14,000 people that have died in the fighting um, of the region um, known as Donbas, Donbas. 
and at least 2 million people have been forced to flee their homes. Um, this is where most of Russia's military presence is currently stationed, and a 2015 peace agreement brokered by France and Germany helped end large-scale battles, but efforts to reach a political settlement um, just, you know, failed. So Russia has accused uh, Ukraine of failing to honor the 2015 peace deal and accuses the West of not encouraging Ukrainian compliance. Ukraine accuses Russia and the separatists of breaking the peace deal and continuing to attack its forces. So, um, so what is, uh, that's just a little bit of a backstory. Y'all can research that some more. It's kind of, uh, the Baltics are like a crazy area of the world. I studied that in college and it's just a lot of craziness over there. So I would definitely recommend researching that some, but is there's just been issues over there for a while. So anyway, so what's happening at the border now? Um, Russian troops are stationed at the Ukrainian border with Ukraine and allied nations warning these forces are, uh, threatening invasion. Russian officials deny this, um, which is interesting. Um, but last week, the UK announced it was supplying Ukraine with extra troops for training and defensive weapons. Um, quote, the Kremlin haven't learned the lessons of history. Foreign Secretary Liz Truss said they dream of recruiting the Soviet Union or a kind of greater Russia, carving up territory based on ethnicity and a language. They claim they want stability while they work to threaten and destabilize others. Um, end quote. Asked about President Putin's intention, uh, Joe Biden said on Wednesday, do I think he'll test the West, test the United States and NATO as significantly as he can? Yes, I think he will. But I think he'll pay a serious and dear price for it. He's never seen sanctions like the ones I promised will be imposed if he moves. End quote. Um like what? Like that's a weird response. Joe's basically saying, do I think he'll do it? Yes. Um, will I do anything in return? Yes. But will he? No. Joe knows he's weak. He just knows he's weak. So anyway, um, anyway, so white house press, uh, the secretary, Whoa, I'm talking too fast. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said, quote, if any Russian military forces move across the Ukrainian border, that's a renewed invasion and it will be met with a swift, severe and united response from the United States and our uh, allies, end quotes. You know, sometimes I think when these things are coming out of Jen's mouth, she can't even believe she's saying it because I just feel like they've been playing house this whole time. You know, like I feel like she gets up to the podium and she just thinks it's kind of a joke because she's I mean, she's a joke. She's a communist. She's worn the communist symbol on, on a hat before, like a winter hat. Y'all can look that up. But communists are weird. They, they want to do all these serious detrimental things to society and, and for power and for control and for money. But they also just are so, they just don't believe it's real life sometimes. Like they, when these things happen, you know, because it's again, consequences for being an idiot. They're just kind of like, oh my gosh, what? Like, duh, duh, this is happening. And so her saying this though, like, I just don't think she ever thought she was going to have to say some of the things she's had to say because it's just been like, they've been playing house. It's weird. 
Um, you know, it's just weird. So anyway, French president Emmanuel Macron has called for, uh, Macron. I don't know how to pronounce things. Y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm not an idiot. I just can't pronounce certain things. Um, he's called for Europe to open its own talks with Russia and warned of the prospect of the quote, most tragic thing of all war end quote. So what exactly does Russia want? Um, so a key source of the tension is you Ukraine's intentions to join NATO, which President Putin sees as a threat to Russia's borders. Um, Russia has issued a list of demands that would reduce Western influence in Ukraine and Belarus, including the Ukraine, never uh, never become a NATO member. Um, however, the West has rejected uh, such demands, calling President Putin's desires, quote unquote, non-starters. So that's pretty much that's pretty much all of that. But. Putin has has lined the border with like a hundred thousand of his troops. He's very much intent on uh, on on moving in, and I think he is going to move in. And you know, Joe Biden sending like eight thousand five hundred troops of our troops over there it makes no sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, here's the thing: if we had a strong president in the White House right now, this wouldn't be happening in the first place. The Taliban would have never taken over Afghanistan. Women would not be being raped and having to live under. Sharia law and little girls would not have to be marrying creepy old men and being raped and being tortured as well. Um, and the, there's just so many things, so many terrible things that would not be happening right now in the world, in our country, if we had a stronger president. This is why this is why peace through strength is such a is such a important thing for you guys to understand. Like peace, strength, and strength encourages peace, and weakness encourages instability and chaos, which is what we're seeing. Biden is weak. Biden, by the way, I was thinking today, like, um, you can just tell that Biden is kind of an abusive husband and father. Like you can just kind of tell that. And that's probably because of his comment to the reporter today. Um, that the, he just, you know, most of the media is on Joe Biden's side. And this one guy asks him one question that he doesn't like. And he's just like, you stupid, stupid son of a bitch. Like that's so crazy. And so like not even one reporter can ask you a question that you weren't re really ready for. Like you can't have one dissenter, one person who just isn't exactly like agree with you on everything. Um, asking you something like, you're just not ready for that Joe. You're not ready for that. Um, communists are weak. So they, they can't handle alternate opinions. They can't handle anything. And we are in a very, 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 very bad situation. Not that this is like our war, you know, which is why I don't think our troops should be going over there. Our troops should be going to our southern border and taking care of our issue that Kamala Harris never even addressed, even though she's in charge of handling that, um, you know. And by the way, the Omicron surging in the south, I completely believe, has very much to do with the fact that our border is so insecure right now. Um, this is what happens when you have weak leaders, you guys. But the, the world is is in for some trouble because it's not just us. It's not just us that are going to be seeing these, these troubling times. Like it's, it's the world because America is the leader of the world and everybody looks up to us. Like all of the countries look up to us and they look to us for guidance and they look to us for strength and they look to us for cues on what they should do. And they, and they like to mimic us and we are just the leaders. So, 
the world is looking over at us. You know, we're supposed to be the strong guy. We've gotten really, really weak. People are panicking. They're like, wait, the jock is now the chess player who doesn't speak. What are we supposed to do? Like not against anybody who likes chess. I, I love chess. I think that life is kind of like chess, but my point is that we're not strong anymore. People can tell the bullies of the world um, are going to take full advantage of our weakness because nobody's, nobody's strong is watching them. Nobody's strong is going to do anything to stop them. And they know that. So they can smell Joe's weakness. Clearly that is what is happening. And uh, Joe can talk all he wants, but we're, this is just a really, really bad situation for everybody involved and mostly for Ukraine. And so elections have consequences. They have uh, rigged elections, especially have consequences. And by the way, I would like to point out that this Yugoslavia that I couldn't pronounce him, uh, you know, it said that he rigged an election. So it's just, it's not something that doesn't happen. So everybody's saying that there's absolutely no way that our election was rigged is lying because it's happened before. It'll happen again. It very likely happened in 2020 for the u.s so um i would just like to know where the build back better hats are like i don't see any i've never seen one i have never seen one okay never and i have never seen any build back better like car decals i've never seen any build back better like yard signs i haven't seen any build back better like flags i haven't seen it i I see trump stuff i still see trump stuff everywhere i don't see this build back better stuff and uh this is probably a little conspiratorial but the bill but i don't know because i don't know because i really don't know if we're in the end days or not but the whole build back better thing lowercase b's look a lot like a six am i right six 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 build back better i don't know maybe um Spotify, please don't delete me. So I, I guess, I don't know y'all. It's just, it's just bad news. It's bad news for the world. It's bad news for us. And I guess I'll just end this section by saying that, um, when you're weak, you don't rush to go help people because you're actually going to drag them down. We have to strengthen ourselves again. We have to get ourselves back on our feet. We have to to get you know food back in our stores, stop the shortages, uh, fix our gas prices, fix our border, um, get the COVID under control in the South because the border issue is causing it to surge again. Um, and we just got to fix ourselves before we try to help other people. That's just the way that it is. Like I would love for you Ukraine to be safe and sound and to be okay and to not have Russia, you know, marching in to, to take their land and to be a bully. I would love for them to not be having to go through that. But, you know, I mean, that's just, I mean, they, and they wouldn't, if Trump were in the white house, they wouldn't, but there's, we can't just send our people over there acting like we're completely fine over here. We're not fine over here, but it's a, it's a rally around the flag opportunity that Joe Biden is, I believe 100% going to take. And because, uh, politicians are all about their image and they're all about their optics and, and the lives lost again, Lord Farquaad, some of you may die. That's a risk I'm willing to take. He, it doesn't matter to him. It doesn't matter to the administration. They are, they're just, they're playing with people's lives and that's the grotesque part of it all. But I feel bad for the Ukraine, but, uh, it's kind of like, you know, am I going to save the neighbor or save my family? I I'm going to, I just, I'm sorry, but I want to save my family. So 
<sighs> it's chaos. It's chaos with, with Joe and the white house, but is he in the white house? Who knows? He has, there's him going to the white house sets to get his quote unquote vaccine. It's just, we're living in, what is that? The Truman show. That is what we're in right now. <laughs> Just another quick ad for you guys. I've told you guys about the Bible study before by the brand Sunday. I will have a link in the description below for you guys to check that out. Um, the Bible study by the brand Sunday plus the ESV student study Bible is really plus the Bible app, by the way, the Bible app on your phone is a wonderful thing that everybody needs to download on their phone right now. That's not even like a real ad. That's just like we all need to do it. Um, the Bible app is awesome. And uh, so I'll link that too. That's not even like like a real ad, but that I'll link it to because it's useful. So all of those things together are really going to help you understand the Bible. And like I always say, that is the best place to turn to in these crazy times. So check all that out and let me know what you think. Okay. So the second, this is going to be a really short section because I'm just talking really quickly about what happened when Biden called a reporter, a son of a bitch. Like I, I should have given like a pre warning thing before I even started this episode because I've already said what he said and you don't want to listen to that with kids around i love how the left was always like and you know for good reason actually with trump he said you know he cursed he sometimes cursed at his rallies like you never knew what trump was gonna say but um i just think this is interesting because trump never claimed to be perfect and and biden has just really acted holier than thou since you know the day he decided to run and uh joe biden has always acted holier than thou even though he's literally not and like known as but he has acted that way and uh, it's just interesting because this is mr unifying coming out and just being like you know stupid son of a bitch like that's rude that's mean that's not unifying and that's not presidential i mean we heard all the time about how trump wasn't presidential you know he wasn't presidential well i mean is it presidential to call a reporter a stupid son of a bitch is it is it i just i, I thought it wasn't i thought it wasn't but maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe there's some sort of double standard rule that I'm missing, um, you know, because the left has a lot of uh, double standards and lots of hypocrisy, but it's okay on their end because those are the double standards that we have. And those are the ones we're living in now. So uh, this was a crazy thing. So basically it's, it's funny. It's not funny. It, the thing that's funny is that someone, a reporter posted like the official transcript from this like exchange between Joe Biden and this reporter. So basically I just want to read that for you guys. Uh, I mean, it's too late for a, a curse warning, but curse warning. Um, so this is from Philip Wegman who posted on Twitter and he just said official white house transcript colon. And it's from, it's from this part of the day. And this is what the transcript says. So the reporter asked him the question, quote, will you take questions on inflation then? Question mark. Do you think inflation is a political liability ahead of the midterms? Question mark. And then, oh gosh, this is like the this is the weird part. So it says the president. Um, it's so tragic. He said, no, it's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. 
That's from our president. That's from our president. Like, let me read it one more time. It says the president in all caps, colon, no, it's a great asset. He's saying that inflation is a great asset. No, it's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. Um, okay, let me just process. Uh, I just think it's, it's not even funny. It's tragic. It's just, it's like looking back, you know, hindsight is 2020 that works in multiple ways i guess i'm feeling punny this is a weird episode it's just really stream of consciousness but uh you know when they used to call trump stupid and trump was not stupid he just had an interesting way of articulating things um trump was pretty pretty smart up until that last uh six months of his presidency um but joe is genuinely like I don't like this word but his brain is like suffers from retardation like he's slow and he is not like he's not good like everybody I mean dementia has been trending on Twitter because of him people can tell people know and um he's actually you know not well like obviously and everybody would talk about how trump trump was dumb but then biden's talking about how inflation is a good thing like biden's talking about how inflation's like it's our honor it's our, our honor to have more inflation like y'all should count yourself blessed that like prices are so high and food is not on the shelves and gas prices are too high for you to get your gas and go to work um it's just it's just the double standards for me and it and it's the the fact that Joe Biden is really everything that they said that Trump was. He's unpresidential. He's dumb. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, you know, he's not qualified. He is doing a really, really, really bad job actually doing a bad job with foreign affairs and with domestic affairs. And he's just everything that they said that Trump was. Um, so I, I don't have anything else, I guess, to add on this. It's just like a weird exchange. And I, I just want to, you know, hammer the point home where like this is supposed to be mr unifying he talked about how he was going to unify the country um in the debates he was like we need we need someone to unify trump has destroyed this country it's so divided we need someone to unify and then he gets in and like calls the one reporter that is asking him hard questions like a uh, stupid son of a bitch like I don't know. Um, I, I just think that it's it's ironic. It's hypocritical. I'm not shocked because, of course, he's a hypocrite. And uh, he's just everything that they said that Trump was. I don't have anything else to add about that. He's everything that they said that Trump was. <laughs> Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about, and I'm just going to be brief, as brief as I can be, because I know we're already like 30 minutes into this episode, and I told you guys I want to do a shorter episodes, and also this has been like a heavier episode, so I'm just kind of like, I'll probably talk about this more in the future. I need to do a more in-depth episode about Planned Parenthood and how they really are, um, they really are a huge instrument to the sex trafficking world and um, to the child sex trafficking world specifically. And so I just, I want to do a really in-depth episode about that, but I just want to touch on this tweet that they put out. So basically, 
uh, Planned Parenthood put out a tweet that says, what is our position on sex work? Sex work is real work and we support sex workers' rights. We believe that sex workers deserve sexual and reproductive health services that are inclusive, non-judgmental, and relevant to their needs. Today is International Sex Workers Day and we're here uh, sharing the findings of our community-based research projected conducted last year to better understand youth sex workers, sexual and reproductive health needs. Youth sex workers. Did y'all hear me? Should I be louder? Youth sex workers. That's not a thing. That is literally pedophilia. That is literally child sex trafficking. They cannot give consent. What is going on? Why do I have to have a podcast saying these very simple truths? Can someone tell me? Can someone tell me? Sorry. I'm so mad about this. Um, I'm not sorry about being mad about this. This is disgusting. Youth sex workers, you guys. Um, that's not a thing. That is not a thing. That is not ever going to be a thing. That never was a thing. It's not a thing. It is called pedophilia, okay, and child sex trafficking. Um, this thing goes on. The This study was conducted in a partnership with Maggie's Toronto Sex Workers Action Project and researchers from the University of Toronto. So then they have like this little graph situation with numbers and uh, just stupid stuff. But my, my main thing that I want to talk about with this is just that it doesn't exist, okay? Ch- a youth sex working like doesn't exist like there is no situation where and by the way just sex work in general you can't say that you're for sex work and then be like against um you can't be like for sex work and then if like a boss of any job was like uh i really hate this episode for children like i don't want children to be listening to this but if a boss at some place was like you like do some sort of sex act on me. What is that? What are you supposed to do? If you believe in sex work and that's work and you have the job and the boss is asking you to do something sexual to him. Is that work? Is that sex work? Is that work and sex together and it's sex work and you're getting paid for it? So you might as well. No, sex work is not a thing. It is not a thing. And uh, child sex work is definitely not a thing. And it's just, this is, Planned Parenthood is the worst. It's just the worst. It is so bad for women. It is so bad for children. Men end up losing their souls through the process. It's bad for them. And, you know, it's just a bad thing overall. Um, I, I don't know what to, I just, I, I, sometimes I swear my brain just kind of like turn, like it just like glitches. Cause I'm so shook. I was talking about how I know all the like teen lingo shook. Like I'm shook that, people don't understand that this is just degeneracy and it's evil and it's of Satan and it's not good and it's immoral and it's terrible and it's detrimental to people's lives. Um, children, sex workers is not a thing. And if it is, then those kids are scarred for life and it shouldn't be. And it's terrible. And Planned Parenthood is a monster of an organization that is profiting off of infant death it's profiting off of infanticide so just really think about the things you're supporting out here like the people who are like well i'm not pro-choice um for me but i'm pro-choice for others no you're still pro babies dying you're still pro child sex trafficking you're still pro child sex work like you're still you're you're 
contributing to this if you're just pro-choice for other people. No, you need to be pro-life. You need to understand that life starts at conception and it is not your right to go in and murder a baby at any stage. We all start this whole life journey at conception. That's how it works. That's how God made it. And um, I mean, to be honest, I would be, I would be just because the world is so crazy and people are killing babies up until birth. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't be okay, but I could deal with it if we were like, as soon as the baby's heartbeat uh, starts beating, then we call that life because we declare someone dead when their heart stops beating. Why can't we at least declare someone alive when their heart starts beating? Um, there's no logic there. Everybody's talking about trust the science. They don't trust, they don't trust the science. Not really. They only trust the politically, the political agenda science that goes with what they want. So people are selfish, people are irresponsible, uh, uh, irresponsible, people do not like taking accountability, and therefore they somehow in their minds justify murdering babies. It's not okay, it will never be okay, God hates it, 100% can guarantee God hates it, and there is no such thing as child sex work. There's no, there's just, there's just no such thing. So um, I guess that's everything for this episode. Sorry I'm really fired up, but I'm really not, I shouldn't even apologize, I'm not sorry this should make everybody fired up starting wars in foreign lands when we have wars here at home to take care of is a problem um we have tons of things we need to be handling here at home before we go to your uh, to ukraine and uh, child sex work doesn't exist our president our mr unifying president is just can't even deal with one reporter asking him a hard question uh things are bad they're getting worse you need to read your bible um you need to pray. You need to really work on your soul. And I, cause I don't know if Jesus is coming back soon, but I will tell you that there is a lot of revelation action happening here and it's not looking good. I mean, it's not looking good for the evil people. I'm fully ready for Jesus to come back. I was tweeting earlier today that I am just ready for God to come back and handle the evil people of the world. And I just hope that I get good seats at the second coming. Like I want to make sure that I get there early because I want to get good seats. I want to see what happens. I want to watch watch it go down. I, I want good seats at the second coming. And I just hope that, you know, you guys, you guys will join me in the, in the good seats and we'll have our popcorn and everything, but evil loses in all of this ultimately. And I not only believe that I know it and y'all can, y'all can stay asleep. If it's easier for you, just know that God knows your heart and he knows if you're staying asleep out of a convenience and out of an unwillingness to change or to do hard things or to really do the inner work to turn your soul towards him. He, he knows you, he knows everything about you. So you're not going to be able to get to heaven and just say, well, I didn't know if he knew that you knew that you should know he's going to know. He just, he just knows. So all of that was phrased weirdly, but I hope y'all get my drift. Um, that's everything for this episode. Dang it. I'm almost at 40 minutes. I, I, trying to make these shorter, but I will hopefully hit the shorter mark next time and I will see y'all then. Yeah.